Oh, balls. I went back and listened to myself and realised that I completely forgot to mention the other kind of polyamory, the one that I'm more interested in, the like the ethical non-monogamy type. Whoopsie-daisy. Okay, so I'm going to discuss the bottom three. If you... If the... Oh, I can't talk at the moment. Birdies, will you help me? But, um, yeah, just Google the text that I put in the caption and then that'll – and look in images and it will bring up uh, the different styles, polyamory styles. It's really good. If, yeah. Yeah. That's right. GP said do it. Hello and welcome to Bird Talk, where you get on your news, views and hullabaloos from a bird's eye perspective. Today on Bird Talk, we're talking about the less better known – Three types of polyamory, while our neighbour accompanies us singing Ooh Baby in the background. Birds. Egalitarian polyamory. So what can you tell me about that? GB, Zoe? Well, according to the webcomic, since the birds seem to be reluctant, I, I think there might be some relationship tension going on here, but... Um, like it's got this drawing um, of a person and they are, they've got little love hearts between the other person. They're both my partners and none of them is generally more important. Kim and Alex have other partners. So, GB, all right, GB says, what about jealousy? Well, I don't know, I get, I, I don't know. You guys get jealous, I know, because I get bitten a lot. Okay, so the next one, birds is solo polyamory. So in the little picture there, it says they're both my partners, but I don't want to move in or marry any of them. I need a lot of autonomy and time and space to myself. Um, that's How is that not the same? Birds? I'm sorry, I'm distracted. I had a late night. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not understanding you well. Oh. Okay. Oh, a lot of competition um, for my attention right now. I must turn to the two birds and blow on both of their bellies. So as not to cause too much jealousy. Um, all right, then there's relationship anarchy. Just like for all of my friends, more or less, I interact with everyone in an individual way that feels right for both of us. I don't care if anyone calls us partners or not. So, yeah. Egalitarian polyamory, solo polyamory, and relationship anarchy. I, I was saying, I'm a polycomet. I like shine in your life. From a distance, but get too close and I might crash into you and cause chaos. Uh, Zoe says, yeah, definitely. Hey, you should talk. Look at the bottom of this birdcage. I only just cleaned this out yesterday. Well, okay, I know that that's, that's what it's there for is to be pooped on. But but still, man, that's a lot of poop. And it's you're proud of it? Well, okay, I'll respect that that's something. Yep, I you're you. I don't want. I'm not trying to change you. I. Yeah, we're cool. We're cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening to Bird Talk, and I hope you have a, a polywaffle with somebody else about this, perhaps. 
and check out the previous segment. I'll put a link to this little cartoon. Yeah, what, GB? Oh, yeah, she's, that's what she was just saying. It was reminding me to, to tell people to have a look in the podcast notes for the hyperlink to the image where it's yeah explains other kinds of polyamory. All right, birds, all right. Is that, is that it? Apparently so. So, yeah, I don't know what kind of a poly I want to be. Certainly, you know, the ethical kind because I'm obsessed with ethics. I'm a hopeful ethicist. <laughs> so I'm just looking at birds being cute. I haven't, I haven't let you guys out, have I? Oh, bad, bad mummy. So I was just pushing her beak through the through the cages in this front room of the house where I live. It's an enclosed veranda, so I can shut the birds in and release the birds. So yeah, I uh, don't imagine ever wanting to live with a partner again. I certainly don't want to be part of a big family. I think I'd like to, I think I want to be a free spirit sexually, um, but do it safely and have ongoing connections with people. I'm not really interested in just one night stands and I'm certainly not down for any lying, you know, not by me or the person that I'm engaging with. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a long laundry list of things that have got to be checked off as opposed to, I guess, the simpler, seemingly, model of monogamy. But I did try that. I gave that a red hot go, guys, for just shy of 17 years with a great guy, seriously. And it's just, I'm not built for monogamy. I'm just not. And um, I'd love to be a part of a polyamorous family network like that, but I just I don't see it being realistic for me because I'm too much of a disruptor in groups. It's, uh, it's just a thing. I think because I'm forward thinking, I challenge the status quo too much and people's noses get out of joint. So, you know, I think I could be someone who could be friends with poly families, polyamory families. There's a deliberate choice there, by the way, switching up poly to polyamory. One of the things that I read in the Love is Not Colorblind book is that Polynesian people, when they try to look up other poly people, as in Polynesian people, they can't find each other across the world because polyamory stuff comes up so much and uh like you know at first you go oh what's the big deal you know that was kind of my initial reaction but then when you see it through the lens of power and privilege and how important it is for this group of people to find each other I know they're a marginalized group and all it takes is for me to just make our word that I use occasionally a bit longer so that's why I've chosen to say polyamory instead of poly. 
from now on. Thank you for listening. While I'm procrastinating about getting ready, I'm going to tell you about this book called Ask Me About Polyamory, which I had an interview. If you check Trudy, uh, Trudy Condensation's episodes, you'll hear her interviewing me. <laughs> she, she, um, oh, sorry, it still makes me laugh when I think about it. She, she was saying, is that like the watchtower? Um, and the thing is, like, it, it does, uh, you know, like, it's a really great comic, don't get me wrong. It's, like, so helpful and really speaks to the human experience. But there it does, there does have, an, oh, my God, people in the polyamory scene are super sensitive around the whole C word, by which I mean cult. Like, it is... You know, because I guess there's, you know, unfair associations with, you know, uh, polygamy groups and, you know, so it's this, and and just cults in general, it's it's not, you know, it's not surprising, but yeah, like I said in the original episode, if you don't have the group dynamics that accommodates for disruption, then you don't have the grit dynamic that will accommodate for diversity. And so that's the concern that I have. And I think if we're going to be engaging in something where we're, particularly when we are saying we want this to be ethical, you know, we're not like just some sex-crazed mob that just wants to, you know, lie and cheat and fuck or whatever concepts that we're worried people have about us. I think we need to be more concerned about what is actually going on rather than what our image society may have of us. Um, And I think that's a very real concern and I think that if I shared that with anybody inside the community, they would probably shout me down. Because it's such a a sensitive topic and it's sad because, you know, this is the same shit I've been dealing with since I was in my 20s, since I was with Brad and I was on the impro scene, you know, and I was talking about how there weren't enough women being represented in improv and now, now it's like something that people do. Back then I got shouted down in internet forums and so, you know, I, I made it visible by having, you know, doing women in pro shows. Of course, I didn't have uh, cultural diversity because, you know, I'm growing as a person, as someone who's working to live by their value system. And so, you know, I didn't have that down. It's not like I'm trying to throw shade on anyone, but I do feel like it's super awkward to try to address because I'm, oh, without trying to blow smoke up my ass, I'm just, I'm just so forward thinking that and so good at putting things together that other people take them a while to play catch up. And, and I don't know, I don't have the patience often. (laughs) So I don't know. This is my attempt to get it all out of my brain. Well, really, it was originally just because Trudy said she'd listen to me talk if I did stuff on Anchor. But 
I suppose I've ended up taking a mental dump. J'accuse, Trudy. You did this on purpose. You knew that I needed to anchor and get all of this out of my head so I wasn't just talking to every single friend about it on repeat. Ha ha ha. I see your game. All right. Well met. Anybody else who's made it this far, thank you for listening. Love your guts.